Hi everyone, this is Owen. Before we start, I have good news and bad news. The good news is, this is a great episode. It really brings together the strengths of the system and the players, and it was a lot of fun to play. The bad news is, it's incomplete. Our episodes are made by recording each player separately, which allows for better editing techniques, but this time there was a fluke with Levi's Audacity program and their audio was lost. I have gone through the episode to add commentary and explain what their character Luke, aka Photon Boy, is doing. I apologize for the awkwardness, we'll be using new contingency methods to prevent this kind of thing in the future. That said, I stand by my endorsement of the episode, so listen on. Big game nerds, and we are here playing Masks A New Generation. Uh, joining me today, we have Joe. Hi, I'm Joe, also known as Jonix. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com at GoJonixGo, and I'm playing Pate, uh, the, the Scottish Supreme. <laughs> that just sounds like a pizza. <laughs> It does. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie the Scottish Supreme. Me too. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't, did I say who I was? I'm Owen, founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds, pronouns he, him. Then we have Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. You can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. I also co-host another podcast with my best friend called The Gorge. And I am playing Juno, Starcross Pereira, the Nova. And then it's Saturn. Hey, uh, I'm Saturn, they, them pronouns. You can find me at CelestialMecha on Twitter.com. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, playing, I'm playing Pink Panzer, a.k.a. Pippa, who is the brain. And he is uh, gonna have a good time. Maybe. And we can assume that Pippa. at any given moment, Pippa is playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> oh, damn it! Damn it! You took my joke! <laughs> I knew you were gonna go for it. That's why I had to strike. <laughs> Juno <laughs> Juno says something to him. Juno said something to him. He's like, "What? Sorry, I'm trying to focus on this right now." Right now. <laughs> it's running constantly. Uh. That's like <laughs> I'm he's fixing his debt problem by farming gill and selling the exorbitant price of real money. This would be like this would be like an episode where like the character gets distracted by something and it starts off as a gag but it becomes like very important at the end and you have yeah. to like uninstall the program or something like that to save the day and the climax. Yes. <laughs> Except in this case Pippa's like, yeah, I uninstalled Final Fantasy fourteen and then like you me just goes back to Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> okay, so um anyway. We last left off with a um pretty talky episode, which was about uh it was basically uh Pippa and Juno had uh gone to speak with um the that gone to speak with the uh, now middle-aged uh, former members of the co-ed champions who are looking to uh, start the team back up, basically, so that their daughter can have a superhero team to, you know, be in. Um, 
And that was kind of awkward, especially because uh, I don't believe this was said out loud, but um, uh, Luke had had a thing with the dad Mm -hmm. back when Mm -hmm. they were the same age. At this point, uh, Levi rightfully reminds us that the thing that happened was a kiss, just to be specific. And uh, also, in accompaniment with some chatter about that, um, Juno did call her sort of foster dad uh, to talk about being... um, getting sort of a sponsored superhero gig over at the corporation. He did not like the idea, but he did unintentionally imply that less scrupulous people in the company might. Um, and I believe while Luke was interested in following back up with the co-ed champions, if only just, you know, to catch up with them, um, the idea was that you were at least going to see what was up with the one other potential, like, team sponsor listed, which were the Fringe Fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our, our other two suggestions have been, uh, you know, fraught with peril so <laughs> yeah. far. So maybe, so maybe dying is preferable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to those uh, who need a quick reminder, the Fringe Fighters are a team, I think they... Um, they're not the newest. I think they maybe like premiered at like the dawn of the bronze generation, I think. But since then, they have had a pretty significant turnover because their shtick is being, they're kind of, as the name would imply, they're a little bit weird compared to other superheroes and they deal with shit that's pretty weird compared to the shit other superheroes deal with and they die a bunch. Um, and because this is a uh <laughs> because this is a setting that is not super invested on having the same characters around for 70 years, um uh, most of them haven't come back after that dying. Oh. Oh, good to there know. Have been ve- there have been very few miraculous resurrections or uh summoning the power of the Dragon Balls or anything. You know like what? That. I think I'm going to like let's just establish this in the canon right now. There've probably been a couple cases where like you thought someone was dead and that turns out they weren't really or whatever. It was a robot or something and they mm. show up a couple okay. of years later, but there, but there have also been a significant number of people who just die. Well, that would make sense why the, the, uh, the hero community seems so, uh, so proactive for protection. Yeah. Um, uh, for their ranks, because, like, oh yeah, no, people don't just come yeah. back. Oh, that makes sense. I don't want to say outright, <laughs> No one's ever done yeah, it. Yeah, because like th- there might have been yeah. someone where that was like their power or something, but mm, sure. yeah, it is not. Or it's like the circumstances were somehow perfect that in this one instance, this particular hero during this particular fight, etc. Exactly. Et right. But it's not something that's widely yeah, available. Yeah. Um. So yes. So you were interested in checking out their deal, right? Yeah. 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 I guess what my first question is is just. Um, on your way over there, is there anything you have done to prepare? And I guess one question is, if you're going for, like, a superhero job interview, are you gonna, like, wear normal clothes, your costumes, or what? Oh, I I forgot about that part. Um, Um, probably costumes, right? 
Well, Juno's is a bodysuit, so she has hers on, like, Pippa underneath. is his costume. Yeah, Pippa, <laughs> Pippa just is his costume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juno's got hers on, I guess, underneath her clothes, like, underneath, like, a hoodie. Mm. I, was, I, I have I have made the decision at some point between recordings that Pippa probably does still at least wear some clothes just for the feeling of modesty, <laughs> sure. even if it's not explicitly required. So, I just had this revelation, and I'm going to take another quick world-building detour. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. I like the idea that because, like, so many super, like, there's probably sort of, like, a phenomenon of superheroes, like, just wearing, like, jackets or whatever mm-hmm. over, like bodysuits or whatever like i think that like hoodie and yoga pants or something like that is yeah. a thing in their fashion like yeah, not even among just superheroes it's like a chic thing i was say before you even said that much i was going to say pippa is probably wearing a hoodie and bike shorts so. yeah. <laughs> yeah photon boy is wearing a bomber jacket over his costume nice. oh cool a plus <laughs> A couple years ago, tearaway pants were like super big. <laughs> well, there is there is a whole company that specialized in making like business suits that did the yakuza thing, where you just pull the <laughs> shoulder and in yeah. one fell swoop, you're suddenly shirtless. I feel I feel like okay, so you know, like you can kind of spot you can you can clock an undercover cop like really easily mm-hmm. just by like how they're dressed because they're wearing they're wearing like, a conspicuous colored armband yeah. or something. Uh, I feel like you can do that for superheroes in this world. Like probably just by the things they're wearing, you can just kind of be like, mm, "Somebody's got a costume on underneath that outfit." <laughs> and, and yeah, and then of Constantly course from there, there's yeah. or that outfit looks conspicuously flimsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I think like maybe it's just like called like undercover fashion or something like that yeah. is like looks that make you look like someone who is probably wearing a costume underneath all that <laughs> yeah, even if you are so good totally um <laughs> or like or just like giant bulky sh- like like pads that make it look like you have you're jacked underneath like a big jacket <laughs> yes <laughs> terrible i, I knew we'd uh, bring back is... shoulder pads eventually uh, this, uh, I could. Get, I feel, we I could feel spend like, an entire episode yeah, talking about I how know. fashion is influenced I feel, by I feel all like this shit. I'll, I'll uh-huh. leave it on one on one more. I feel like Halcyon City is a is a place where you see people unironically wearing like big wide brim fedoras and huge trench coats. Mm. <laughs> of course, plausible. Yes. Okay, so um, now is a very uh, potentially funny follow up to that first question. Um, what mode of transportation are you taking there? Um, it's actually not super far away. Um, it is, like, I don't want to pin down exact differences, but it's maybe in, like, the same, like, borough, or at least the next one over. Mm. So you don't necessarily have to take a train if you don't want to. It might be easier to do a bus or something. or uh, Or, like actually come to think of it recalibrating my brain as someone who has never lived in a city before mm. you could probably just like hop on a subway or something like that so yeah i was i was gonna say like probably bus or subway would probably be the the quickest uh thing people are just like well it's close so it gets points for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah low transit time getting on the subway and it's just 
It's not nearly as glamorous as all of the extremely cool trains that are like riding around the top side of Halcyon City. <laughs> I was just say I, oh, I sure. do I I want to go for bus because I think uh, we had a uh, train scene last episode. Okay, then totally bus. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, then you get in the bus and it is it, it's a it's a pretty normal bus. Um, but um, yeah, so you're in there. There's you know a couple panels of. You just, you know, being on the bus and, you know, the experience of being on a bus while also being kind of, you know, not hiding your costumes much. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, like, maybe there is a panel that is over someone's shoulder while they're, like, looking on their phone for, like, information about where they're headed. Um, I believe that the French Fighter's base is, like an old brownstone that has got like a secret lab or something under it except yeah. you know at this point the lab isn't secret sure. but um and anyway so uh like that is what you're doing and then there is this jolt and people start screaming and when you look up there is this crack opening up in the middle of the road that the bus is unfortunately um like starting to tip down into oh um uh-oh the well, I, so, okay. So here's the situation: you have a big just hole opening up in the middle of the road. Um, the first, let's say, um, a quarter of this bus is in the process of tipping in, and because of the way that physics works, the rest of it is starting to follow suit, and people are panicking. I think like emergency lights are turned on, and like the do they have those like. You know what? I haven't been on a bus in so long. I was thinking about like I was thinking I was thinking do buses besides school buses have those emergency doors in the back? I would assume a bus I, I in the house. I believe so because otherwise it's a uh, safety hazard. <laughs> okay. Well, um that is happening unfortunately the one in the back is um in the air presently. So, oh. what do what do you all do? Oh boy. And you know what? I'm going to give a quick little um a bit of context here for Pate specifically, because you mm-hmm. do have that thing on your arm right now. And I'm going to say that this is probably something you could have figured out from experimentation or just bugging the people who put it on you, but the basics that deal with that is it is not going to, like, go off if you, like, use your super strength at all, but it is going to measure, like, sharp, sudden movements, like, punching and throwing and shit lifting on the other hand is not is not going to set it off well that's good because paid was paid is in the middle of trying to punch a a window out (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know what i think that could that could be like a scene like you sort of rear back for it and it like goes beep 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 and you're like ah damn so Like here's here's the thing about about Pate's bus ride so far. Mm-hmm. Already terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Walked inside of a big metal monster. It's groaning and creaking. There's a bunch of smelly people on here, and now yeah. all of a sudden there's a big hole that opened up in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not good. Very yes. bad. So she was already in fight or flight, and so yeah, she so like it starts beeping like as she goes to punish like go like rears back. Mm-hmm. To punch out the like the back window or whatever, and then she's and then she uh, she hesitates. Uh, 
Juno is actually going to grab her by the arm and start yanking her toward the back, oh, the open back door, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's do this instead. (laughs) All right. Um, Is anyone going to be, like, are we focusing on, like, getting out first, or is anyone going to do stuff with the other passengers? I think the best thing we could do is try to just get the bus, because I think Pate could jump up and grab the back bumper and just Mm. pull it down, you know? Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Levi observes that helping in this way is probably more useful than just trying to grab people and run out because while he is very fast, he's not super strong or fast enough to compensate for the lack of super strength. Yeah, is minimal for me as well. Uh, (laughs) Pippa's going to go the opposite way and see if they figure out what the fuck is happening with this sudden rift in the middle of the ground. That's smart. (laughs) Okay, sure. Um, Yeah, then go ahead and roll assess the situation. I like the sound of that. So, when you assess the situation, roll plus superior. That's good. I like a superior (laughs) roll. It's good for me. Uh, So, 2d6 plus 2... I got a failure! Oh, yay! yay. <laughs> we had just been talking about how... I was going to say, we are like like four or five episodes in. This is the first point of potential I've marked in the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, give me just a second to check my, like, generic yeah. GM moves. This is a move... I would say this is a move that doesn't list a specific consequence for on six, but I believe the GM can act on any failures regardless. If That's how BBTAs work, right? Yeah. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, the, generally, you make moves when... Actually, it lists it right here on this page I was looking at, which is when there's a lull in the conversation, a player misses a roll, or the player hands you a golden opportunity. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, let's see. Um, okay, so... Um, I think, so this is going to be one of those failures where you technically sort of get what you want, but in a bad way. In Um, a way that puts me in danger. Yeah, which is, uh, while you're moving around to try and figure out what is going on, um, you, it's possible you get, like, jostled, because a lot of people are, like, moving around right now and trying to get, like, footing. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically what happens is you sort of get like taken off of your feet and onto your wheels and so you like slide all the way down the bus until you like bump up against like the windshield mm-hmm. and um as you Donk. are um and one you do feel like the bus sort of like tilt a little more in that way um, <laughs> Oh yeah cuz I've got hit Pippa's kind of heavy <laughs> a little I bit don't... I don't um, think Pippa's that heavy. Okay. Not, not, not drastically heavy, but it's still okay. something that they are very aware of. Um, yeah. Pip- right. Pippa, is, Pippa yeah. is the weight of a fairly large and athletic person, except in this tiny man's body. Okay. Right. Um, and anyway, as you, like, look... Uh, as you look out of that windshield, um, you can see that, uh, one, this crack seems to go down uh, pretty far, and two, um, there appears to be, like... Uh, in in the middle of this like big opening into the bowels of the earth, there is like a pillar of stone emerging. Uh-oh. Yeah. So okay, oh, I don't now, like the look of that. <laughs> yeah. Now let's quickly like get to the everyone else. So like, what are you? Tr- are you just like trying to get out the back and then like help Pate like 
pull the the thing down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Photon Boy takes a position next to one of the doors near the middle of the bus and starts helping people off and just generally keeping order uh, in the midst of all of the chaos. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, um, training's kicking in. Yeah, let's see. Um, hmm, let me think. I don't think that... Um, I don't think that what... I think that right now Paige's the only one who is, like, doing a move. Um, I think, yeah, helping people out, though, is definitely, like, influencing the, like, the the fiction. People are, like, getting out. Um, All right, so is this uh, Unleash Your Powers? This is definitely an Unleash Your Powers, yeah. And this is, like, you you get to, like, the back door, and then I kind of see you just, like, jumping, like, sort of just, like, jumping and then turning and, like, grabbing it on your way down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go All for right. that. That's a nine. Okay. Nice. And you didn't... At, uh, are you at a uh, zero... You're at a zero freak right now? Yes, I am at a zero freak. Okay. Um, so yeah, do you want to mark a condition, or do you want me to tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary? Ooh. Um, let's see. I think... I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Smart play would be market condition. However, I think I, I like the temporary unstable thing more. Yeah, okay. Just for this precarious position. Okay, well, I am going to put it as uh, temporary right now, because I feel like I have used my you break things card, like, <laughs> a bit much, and now, <laughs> now I'm going to put you in a situation where um, you, like... So, like, your feet do touch the ground, and you are, like, holding it, but, like, the ground is actively sort of collapsing under the bus, and you cannot hold it there indefinitely. Okay. Um, All right, hurry it up! Okay, so at this <laughs> she says point... just, like, just, her muscles just... <laughs> you know, you can kind of, like, like, really just, like, she is straining here. She realizes that she is not as heavy as a bus, even though she is very strong. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then um, Juno's actually going to go back into the bus to grab Pippa, because I assume um, Luke is getting, you know, getting the people out of the bus, right? There are, there are people getting out. Um, it is not, like, like not everyone is out just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a decent amount of people in there, because it, it was a pretty full bus, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to coordinate people in these trying times. Right. Um... So yeah, Juno's gonna actually go back and uh, grab Pippa, and also, hmm, I don't have a lot in Superior. I'm still gonna give it a shot. Um, also, try to assess the situation, see if oh. maybe I know I was, what's going on because I, was, I don't think there's like an assist thing or anything. But Pippa will at least tell you like, hey, there's some kind of pillar coming out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh. Uh, I think. Oh, you know what? I forgot to reset your teamwork i think you could probably still spend it i think you can spend teamwork out of um let's see okay at the start of every session the gm adds one to the pool and it resets so yeah you have you currently have one team to spend okay cool um then we're gonna and you see... can spend it after the roll so. then we're gonna see how this goes Oh, no! No! One plus one minus one equals one. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's more... That checks out. 
That's more yeah, you cannot. Point. If I didn't know any better, I'd say that was a fate roll. Yeah, that is. Yeah. If if this was fate, you could spend one of your things to re-roll it instead yeah. of just getting a bonus. But yeah, that okay. Bonus then. isn't gonna do much. All right then. Um, I think this could go that... wrong in a, any number of wonderful oh, ways. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I think. Uh, okay. Uh, I know what I want to do. I just gotta oh, no. pick how I want to do it. Okay, so like Pippa points out the big pillar, and um, it is getting closer now. You can tell that there is someone on it. Uh, the person on it raises an arm and thrusts it towards you, and a big like boulder-sized chunk of the like the earthen wall that's opening up breaks oh. away and hurdles towards the front of the bus. What oh. do you do? Oh God! Oh um, God! Um, and this is this is something that Pate cannot see. However, it sounds like everyone else is on the bus right now, so everyone <laughs> yeah. involved with that can, if you want to try and do something about that, go ahead. Um, yeah, let's do this. Let's. Uh, I have an idea as well, but you should say yours first. Uh, I was gonna try to just because it's well. There's a there's a you know what. Forget it. <laughs> We're gonna do this. Um, okay. <laughs> Juno's gonna crash. Juno's gonna because Juno is flying and can fly. Juno's gonna mm -hmm. uh, pull Pippa away from the window and try yeah. to just vaporize the um, boulder flying towards okay, us. Okay. Yeah. You're so, the Nova. That's your thing. Go yeah. For it. So she makes finger gun points, and we're gonna roll Unleash Our Powers, which is a thing. Well, actually, hold on one moment. Um, I think that what you're actually doing is defending. Because you were defending someone or something from an immediate threat, oh, right? Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure! You know what? That's fine. Let's do it. <laughs> I still have a plus. I'd say, if you're worried about uh, rolling bad, I could also have Pippa do something, because Pippa is a decent savior. <laughs> uh, no, I've got a plus one in it, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh... Well, why? <laughs> oh no! More experience. More experience. Oh, no. I'm gonna get a. That I'm is... gonna get an advance so fast in this game. I can't <laughs> that, is wait. A, that is a, a five. five. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, because you are not in battle right now, I don't think anyone has the points requisite to spend that. Okay, so, nope. um, I am going to say. Well, first off, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say that, oh, like, you can't use your powers sure. in this situation. Um, I think that you do do, like, a big energy blast deal. Mm -hmm. However, this just turns it into, like, a bunch of smaller rocks that, right. like, do hit the bus. And, um, like, so, like, some do flying through the window and, like, people are getting, like... I'm not going to say like people are instantly killed or whatever, but sure. uh, and but among other stuff like the bus itself is damaged and now it does start to like um like it, it is starting to like buckle down the middle so the part that is already starting to go over the oh. edge is like it's no longer being supported by pate. Okay. Uh-oh. Yes. What I'm doing is I'm using the uh, move uh, put innocence in danger because you still yeah. got you still got people up there, including the driver. I'm gonna say. Sure. Okay. 
Um, does somebody else want to try something? I'm saying we just, I'm thinking we should just let this bus go and just get all the people off of it. Uh, right. Pippa's just like, Gino, don't you have, like, gravity magic or something or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like with the way things are going, I might crush the bus. It's a little, um, tenuous. Um, I'm actually going to provoke someone. Oh, no. Oh, Okay. Uh, when you provoke someone susceptible to your words, say what you're trying to get them to do and roll plus superior. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, and Pippa says, just do it. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay, that's good. Um, so I'm going. So for the rule for rolling against PCs is on a 10 to plus, choose both. On a 7 to 9, choose one. Uh, and the options are if they do it, add team to the pool. If they don't do it, they mark a condition. Okay. Nice. Yelling um, your so way to teamwork. To I am going to roll provoke, which is superior, which is another two d six, or plus two, and I got oh, mixed success at one. Okay, seven at least. So uh, on a seven to nine, uh, I, uh, I don't know if I choose one or you choose one. I think you choose um, one. Uh, well, Juno's gonna do it, obviously. Okay, okay so you do it and then add team to the pool. Okay, but you probably have to do your own roll to do it, maybe. But yeah, yeah, doing it, uh, yeah. Doing it is going to, yeah, require you to do that thing. Okay, still. well, we're going to... Can I... Is and this I an Unleash this Your case, Powers roll? Yeah, this is Unleashing Your Powers because lifting the thing up, I think, is... Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that's like changing the situation. Either, either and I, I get an advance or I do the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. That's plus freak. Okay. Six. Okay. Why However, you do happening? have you do have two you do have two team in the pool. I'm gonna use um, one. Let's do it. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. other people have to use oh. one. So, like, oh. do, so is this going to be uh is this going to be Luke, Pate, or Pippa? It could be Pate. Um, could could try to sort of hike the bus up a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Sure. So it's trying to basically treating it like a big caper. Um, she kind of like like hefts it. Uh, sure, backwards. yeah. Some people um, so definitely she's get holding on to more of it. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Um, so that'll bring it up to seven. And so, do you want to mark a condition, or do you want it to be temporary or unstable? Uh, let's mark a condition. Okay. Um, um, have which I, one by are the you way, have the other conditions I've had? Do they have they cleared at this point? Like, not unless you have like you done have to stuff do, you have to, to do the thing them. that that okay. clears up. Yeah. Uh, then we're we going... could actually like look real quick to see if you have done anything. So what are the conditions you have right now, Sarah? Uh, guilty and insecure. Okay, okay, so guilty is make a sacrifice to absolve your guilt, and insecure is take foolhardy action without talking to your team. I'm not oh. sure either of those have happened yet. Uh, well, the, the blasting, uh, the, the, the boulder thing, maybe... Um, I don't know if I, would, uh, I don't know if I would call that foolhardy or not. It just didn't yeah, work can, out. That's <laughs> honestly Let's, the the closest I could say is uh, guilt guilty being calling your dad last session. But that's yeah, a, um, yeah. I think I think. Listen, I think you're going to take this one. But also remember, having extra conditions does help you. No, with it helps me. Move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's fine. So I'm going to take afraid because okay, cool. That's an easy one. Uh, sure. It's an obvious one. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think the way this works is that uh, Juno does look a little nervous and definitely scared because mm -hmm. uh, if this goes poorly and the bus collapses in on everyone, then I told you so. Right. Um, but she 
takes a breath, and then uh, her like hair lights up, and everything kind of just stops for a minute. Like all of the, like even like the rocks that are now inside the bus just kind of stop Ooh. moving. Okay. And then uh, she takes both hands and just like pulls them upward, and the whole bus just lifts off the ground. Uh, cool. Just enough to keep from falling. Uh, she looks at Pippa and uh, Luke and is like, I don't know how long you can hold this, so <laughs> p- please okay. work quickly. It, question, is it stationary or is, is it just like in the air and it's stuck there or is it floating? It is floating just a little. Like I would okay. say, I would say maybe three feet off the ground. Uh, Pippa's like, all right, I have an idea, and just immediately zooms out the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Um, I am going to also try and, well, I guess this might be defend because I'm trying to get the uh, people out of danger, but I'm specifically what I'm going to do is, uh, no, this is, I guess, unleash powers, maybe. Well, hold on. Let me uh, say what you're doing, and then okay, it might so be what even Pippa's something doing, free. What Pippa's doing is Pippa is going to uh, kind of where... Because Pate's already like kind of grabbing onto the back of the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pippa is going to grab the bumper with one with one hand like they were skateboard hitching, mm-hmm. and then it just their forearm detaches, and like there's a cable, yeah. like, a, like a cable <laughs> connecting it to the rest of their body, Red. and then they just start trying to move away and drag the bus with them. <laughs> no, that's oh, so fuck. good. Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> I think that's unleashing your powers, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I am going to spend uh, one of my uh, stock of gadgets to okay, uh, yeah. roll that with, I believe, you are, Superior. This is, I was going, yeah, I was going to say this is some go-go gadget shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It is difficult whenever I whenever I do one of Pippa's powers to not just say go-go gadget bench extender. Um, so I'm going to roll superior for this as well, because it's the the thing that I'm doing. And that's a nine. Yay! Yeah. Okay. Um, so for Unleash Powers, uh, buh, buh, roll the thing. On a hit, you do it on a seven and nine market condition, and the effect, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to mark a condition, because I want to get these civilians out of the way. Okay, cool. Um, what'll that be then? As for conditions, uh, ooh, I think angry. (laughs) Yeah. Pippo's just trying to go to another shitty job interview and now they have to deal with this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to mark angry for Pippa. Okay, cool. And you do manage to get the, you get the bus like pulled, you know, away from the you you get it like pulled even like far away enough from like where it's not where even as the thing continues expanding it's not in like danger of getting falling it back in again so da da you have Yay. done that Yay. and you know at this point like the people are able to get lo- off a lot quicker though a lot of the um a lot of them are not like moving too fast because they maybe got hit by glass or rocks Great. and stuff sure. so uh that is not great and Luke's probably going to have to like you know, help some people to their feet. And I think that at this point is when that pillar that uh, someone was riding up is uh, going to finally sort of, like, crest the mouth 
of this uh, big, like, canyon that is now, like, it basically stretches, like, from one side of the street to another. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got this, like, big, like, stone pillar, not, like, carved, but, like, something that looks like it emerged just naturally from, like, <laughs> geology. Right. Um, okay. And uh, standing on top of it is a bald guy who um it's not like he's bulky or anything but his like his skin appears to be like made out of stone okay um and he is wearing um not much it is sort of like um I'm like sort of like like bronze age like what maybe not historically accurate but if there was like an old timey movie about like some kind he's he's dressed like like an evil sorcerer in Conan the Barbarian there just, you go. Let's oh, just yeah. cut to that <laughs> I'm, imag- I'm, I'm imagining a collar that co- like a tall collar that covers mm-hmm. his ears when viewed in profile yeah yeah Exactly. And he has got this, like, um, he's got this, like, big old staff with, like, a, like, a ruby the size of your fist on it. Mm. And, um. Oh, hey. Yeah. And, um. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, raises his, uh, uh, he raises his arms over his head and he says, Halcyon City, once more, I give you the chance to bow before the Fisher King. Oh, God. Right. And Go Juno does literally look over her shoulder at Luke, who is still helping people off the bus, and goes, does he mean, like, the football team? <laughs> and, like, and he just, like... <laughs> No, like, oh, what a fun Fisher Holy as shit. in this and he points down at the crack beneath him oh, oh. <laughs> I got it uh, I see why we've never how many you. times do I have to teach you this lesson Halcyon City <laughs> I see why we never heard of you your branding sucks um, I think that as you are trash talking him, he is going to like he is going to go ah, and I think it is time to um, come <laughs> effectively roll initiative by coming together as a team. Great, yeah. So right. let's. It's been a minute, so let's just go over what that does. Um. Okay, yes. Enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team. Add two to the team pool. So you're now up to um, three. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, let's see. Who is the leader in this situation? Uh, Not me. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) not you, no. (laughs) Yeah, not me either. (laughs) I, I, I over my it Pippa doesn't ever want to be team leader because right. of their <laughs> We'll give it to Luke. Um, we can give it to Luke. You were the uh yeah, technically if you were like at like the middle door, you are the closest to him right now, if that's <laughs> enough to tip the scale. Yeah, that'll work. So do you have influence over every teammate? 
Luke accepts the position of leader for this encounter, and also uh, because the matter of having influence on everyone is at hand, uh, Levi asks about uh, just what exactly uh, influence is used for, which is handy because I don't think we had covered before. Uh, you can you can uh, influence some like you take advantage of your influence over someone to make to either. Basically, it's the monster hunter equivalent of spending a string, mm-hmm. and then I think also uh, you can, if you have so, influence, and then you gain influence again, you can shift their labels if you want. Yeah. Also, um, I don't. Th- I this is something I admit I keep forgetting out. I don't think we have done anything here that would have interfered with that. But when you do have influence over someone, you do just get a flat plus one to any move targeting them. Mm. Oh. So that's useful, and you can also spend it to get an additional plus one. You can also spend it to um, give them minus two on a move they just made, or inflict a condition on them. If you want them to fail. Right. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense maybe for, like, the harm move. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Damn. Who, who knows? I, maybe I, one of us will turn evil. That's a cool... And also, um... Uh, Though it only applies to the condition thing, could also do that to NPCs if you got uh, mm. if you get yeah. influence over them. Okay, but yes. So um, if everyone has the same purpose in the fight, add another team. What's everyone's purpose here? To, to beat this guy who just tried to drop our bus into a hole. Kick this guy's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds pretty unified there. Um, does any team member mistrust the leader of the team? No. No. Okay. And then, if your team is ill-prepared or off-balance, remove a team. I'm going to say that you have been, despite everything, you are more, like, on your feet than you were when you got jumped by the alternatives. Oh, good. So, I'm going to mark down, so that is team, um, that is team five. So, you got some I'm going to actually give us, uh, one more team. Uh, oh, because right. of my move above the fray, when you enter battle against team against the dangerous foe, and you have influence over the leader, and provide tactical input, in which case Pippa is going to uh, like uh, note that we need to get him away from that staff. Yeah, <laughs> get that staff into our pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we are going to have sixteen. Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right then. Well, um, just go to town. How are we opening up here? Also, keep in mind your bruiser is to still have the thing on her. Oh, she's still under the bus. No, well, no. She, the uh, I meant the armband. Oh, the armband. That okay, would have been it. funny though. Just like, <laughs> it's like, can I put it down? <laughs> like, is everybody off? Yeah. Uh, I, Juno I, does put the bus down. It, like I like the idea that it just drops now that everybody's <laughs> off of it, and it makes like a horrible crashing sound as the axles all snap. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, what are we gonna do? Good question. How do we go um, about this? Luke suggests that the teammates who can fly, which is Starcrossed, provide some air support while the rest attempt to get in closer to the Fisher King. I'm I'm looking back at it now, after like a week, and it is a little hard to say without chuckling. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do that. 
Um, so yeah, Juno is gonna take to the air out of the front of the smashed bus, by the way, um, <laughs> and just start uh, doing what she did back in the mall, which was ba- is laying down just like beam spam, basically. Okay, and so you're not necessarily aiming to hit him; you're just looking to distract. Sure. If, I mean, if I hit him, then great. But uh, <laughs> more, <laughs> yeah, it's covering. Okay. Fire. Yeah, well, this is... I would call this unleashing your powers, then. Okay. So, um... Let me see something real fast. You are reshaping your environment by filling it with Lake Star <laughs> with Power Blasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, fortunately, that's not one of my conditions. So I nice. can just roll plus two again. Ten, finally! God almighty. Yeah, on a hit, you do it. And there's no... I think this is the first time someone has unleashed their powers without a a catch. Great. So, yeah. um, You start, like, um, Chow House spamming this guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has to sort of, like, sort of raise his arms in defense. Um, And, uh, yeah, you have uh, effectively distracted him for right now. Cool. what uh what's the follow-up um uh i could capitalize on that grab one of the rocks that he threw at us and and throw it back his way hmm luke has the idea to lower his density via his light powers and have pate throw him at the fisher king in what uh, x-men fans and anyone who knows x-men fans would call a fastball special oh, oh shit yes! yeah yeah that's is better. pate gonna be throwing anything <laughs> oh, well shit. i don't mean that i mean about the bracelet oh hmm. oh i think that hmm because you did because i will i don't i don't want to i don't want to crush anyone's fun but genome you did specifically say punching yeah. or throwing were off the table yeah that, <laughs> yeah that you could still go for it it'll set the thing off um you could also you could try to do like an underhand throw or something uh i i'll oh, i'll yeah, tell you what oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah go for it uh you know what yeah sure that that's fair like go a shot it. put all right yeah um yeah so so she she kind of like i guess picks picks up luke um <laughs> in a way that where he is clearly an object right now and <laughs> and then she like spins around the wrong way okay yeah she like spins oh, around yeah. the wrong way cuz she's not used to throwing with this arm <laughs> I was actually going to say that, like, um, I had forgotten about his, like, mass-decreasing gimmick. That also can let you throw him without having to jerk yourself as much. So ah, that's, a, that's a plus. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, I think... What is this? This is... Mass-decreasing um, gimmick, also called the mass see. effect. <laughs> um, so in theory, this could be considering overcoming an obstacle. However, I'm also willing to just have this be a freebie and then let whatever um luke is going to do be luke's role yeah how i think yeah i think that you're both using your powers in such a way that this seems almost trivial um however doing something once you get there so okay you get tossed at this guy through the laser field i should add Mm -hmm. um and um yeah what uh what do you do as you close in are you are you looking like punch him grab the staff what Luke's plan is to 
uses light powers to stun the Fisher King, and so I rule that that is an unleash your powers, because rather than directly harming him, it is creating an advantage, overcoming an obstacle, and so he rolls and gets a nine. Yay! Okay. I can boost if- that to a ten. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, we got enough team for that. That seems good. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, the I think the fact that, like, uh, for one, the fact that Juno is, like, laying down covering fire is, you know, the reason why he can't just, he doesn't, like, just blast you as you're uh, coming in. Um, he is, like, looking up at her, and then he, like, looks down, and you are, like, hurtling towards him. He's like, ah, and you do your thing. Is this, like, something you project out of your hands, or is, like, your whole body, like, the blast? Because he is already in cannonball position from the throw, Luke is going to basically turn his whole body into a flash bomb and then land on the platform with the Fisher King after stunning him. Okay, cool. Well, you are on the platform with him. He is, like, staggering back a little because, ah, my eyes, the accursed light of the surface world! <laughs> um, That's some um, photons down there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, uh, what is your next move? And I guess just because they're the only one who hasn't acted, uh, is Pippa going to do anything just yet? Yeah, Pippa is going to do something, and I know exactly what Pippa's going to do. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know how earlier they detached their arm and turned it into a cool cable? Uh-huh. Uh, they're going to uh, spend another another of their stock gadgets, and they're going to hydraulic launch their cable arm to try and fish that rod away. <laughs> Great. So, once again, spending a gadget here, I guess this time on the hydraulic launcher. Uh see how this works out oh boy <laughs> oh my god oh, oh no that is a four we can't even boost Does... it well hold um if three people helped out somehow <laughs> you could get it I'm, up to a seven I'm okay or, with you can, now, or you here's can now here's the take thing the cup of coffee or so you can the take thing. the experience what a, is i'm okay with this failing because a uh, i will take the experience absolutely uh, B, does this count as doing something foolhardy without talking to the team? <laughs> um, you didn't talk to the team about it. Um, I don't know how foolhardy I would call it because, like, okay, I mean, it it's fine if it's it's fine if it's not. I, I was just I'm willing checking. to put this before like your jury of peers if the party thinks that it is earned. I say it's foolhardy because uh, this could go so many ways and it could end so poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I vote foolhardy, absolutely. Throwing yeah, sure. your robot arm into a, a grid of, of laser <laughs> fire um, after an explosion does seem pretty foolhardy to me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I'll, cool. And then in that case, I also get to clear my insecure. Yay! Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, out of all of the moves available to me right now, I think... Th- I'm not really supposed to name the ones I'm using, but I like doing it, especially for, you know, the audience's sake. Um... I'm going to turn your move back on you, which is that, well, you successfully launched your arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However... Oh, no. Um, so, wait, now, you, and it's, it's like, connected by, like, a cable thing, right? Yeah, so what I'm... I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but what I imagine Pippa is realizing is they have baited themselves on a hook. 
Yeah, um, I think, um, uh, I think that what happens is, um, actually, you know what, I don't even have to have the villain do anything, uh, this time, um, as your arm is, like, sailing through, it gets, like, because you were doing something foolhardy without checking with the team, <laughs> um, a laser blast just slices through it. Oh, man. Oh, no. Uh, that arm just goes careening into the void, and Pippa's like, well... <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh, Juno immediately stops firing, by the way, as okay. soon as that happens. All right. Um... Well, uh, between that, I think that uh, the Fisher King is able to um, maybe serve or gain a little composure. He is now glaring at you, Luke. What you gonna do? Luke's plan of attack is once again to do a running wrestling move to try and just knock the Fisher King off his feet. However, when the roll is made, it is a miss, and unfortunately, uh, the fiction right now does not seem to directly support anyone helping out with teamwork. I decide that instead of having him careen over the edge because of this, something that will cause him to mark a condition seems more appropriate. I think that, I think that you uh, launch yourself forward um, the Fisher King sidesteps you, and instead of letting you just, like, careen off the edge, he, like, summons up a big block of earth for you to slam into. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so I am, um, let's see, I think that, like, I mean, taking harm is, I think, a good excuse for marking conditions, right? I feel like you kind of... That doesn't. That didn't make you look good. So I'm gonna say insecure feels appropriate. Um, you thought you had it under control, and then you realized very quickly and hurt and painfully that you did not. Yep. Um, and so, like, as you stumble back because of that, he's going to then um, detach that uh, like rock thing that you had like slammed against, and he's going to chuck it in like the general direction of Pate and Pippa. So. How do? What do you do? Um, I'm actually going to defend Pippa since Pippa is is disarmed quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> Pippa Pippa is busy like wrenching off the other half of their busted arm like a crab. <laughs> just, you know, those, you've ever seen like a gif when a crab just grabs one of its arms and just sort of yanks it off. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> completely like like not even like it's just like. Not gory or anything. It's just like it pops off like a Lego piece, basically. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, how are you doing this? Are you just shielding him with your body? Are you like grabbing something to shield him with? Yeah, um, I, I think she's she's actually going to try to like scooch the bus. Oh, geez. In the okay. way. Um. Yeah. All right. Because here's the thing. She's still going to cause da collateral damage, mm -hmm. but yeah. she can't punch or throw anything right now. So right. <laughs> what would have been a simple, oh, I, I, I simply punched the boulder, now has <laughs> to be I lift something in front of the boulder. Gotcha. And since uh, since Pippa is Pate's rival, um, mm, I yes. actually get to roll plus danger on this, since as, yeah. as she is a defender. And oh you can boy. add the plus two for the influence. If we do you have influence over Pippa? Yes, because okay. Pippa is my rival. Right, okay, cool. 
And you have not lost influence yet for any reason, so... No. Alright, so that actually means I'm rolling with a plus four. Cool. Wow. Good so lord. Let's see. <laughs> oh my know. god! Oh, wow. So that's one plus one plus four is six. Does anyone uh, I'm going to spend, spend yeah. I'm going to spend a teamwork, and you tell me if I can't just say this happens, but I think Pippa deploys a small airbag from their chest. <laughs> yeah, I think, sure, sure, yeah, go for it. I had, I'm going to be honest with you, I had been thinking about that since the bus crash as a possibility. <laughs> I, like, um, earlier when I was discussing Pippo thinking of defending, I was going to have Pippa spend a gadget to deploy a giant airbag. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anything that Bender has done, you can do. So, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, say, in this case, I'll say the spending the teamwork is a lesser version of it. So, um, Shut up, so baby, yes. I know it. Um, so yes, that is a seven on defend. So um, let's see. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Um, and the. Uh, one options are add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. And because it's a 7 to 9, it costs you. Expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Okay, um... Well, I guess I'll, uh... I'll expose myself to danger. Um... And I, I also get to choose one of the things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and for so, reference here, take even though you already have influence over me, taking influence would mean that you shift my labels instead. Oh, but, I see. So it's not like it's not a bum option, you know. Gotcha. Um, I think in this case, I'll just add a team to the pool since we seem to be using it quite a bit. Okay, hey, one for one. <laughs> sure. Okay. Probably we'll a good keep, idea to throw one in there. Keeping it level at six, then. Um. So all right, and then uh. You, yeah, okay, so you're exposing yourself to danger. Yes. Let's see. Um, I <laughs> Okay, things are turning out a little bit cartoony here, but um, so you, like, grabbed the bus by one end and, like, moved it so that the other end was intercepting the boulder, and as a result, you get, like, launched um, into the cavern. I mean, the, the crevice. Oh. The fissure. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... <laughs> I, you don't like immediate. <laughs> you don't like immediately like fall to your doom, but you're like now hanging on to like an edge. I want to say like the opposite edge from where you started. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that uh, I think that Juno's been the one who acted the. Yeah. The, the, the most recent <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. Juno did was right, uh, yes. accidentally destroy one of Pippa's arms because Pippa did something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have, let me think. So Luke and Pate are both in kind of precarious situations. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. Oh. Uh, Let's okay. Well, first and foremost, because we're finally at a point where this will be useful, let's hit uh, the burn. Let's try to actually Ooh, hit okay, burn. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, charge up. So, oh no, that is not what I meant to copy and paste. Thanks. <laughs> so I believe you roll Plus with three. a bonus equal to yeah. So that's a ten. ten. <laughs> that, so that gives me three. Uh, that gives me three points of burn to work with. Um, okay. And so, 
I'll let you just go ahead and, like, make a move right away if you so wish. Yeah. Um, Luke, what are you going to do next? Despite the recent uh, failed attempt, Luke is going to get right back up and try and get back into hand-to-hand combat with the Fisher King. And hopefully get that staff in the process. Then, in that case, Juno is instead going to fly down and put a hand on Luke's back and use boost. Spend one burn to supercharge a teammate's efforts with your powers, giving them a plus one bonus to their role as if you had spent a team from the pool. Oh shit, okay, cool. cool. I think this also makes sense because you have light powers Mm -hmm. and she has star powers, so like, she is a battery right now for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right then, yeah, take that plus one. Nine. Nine, okay. Does anyone want to spend a team to boost that? Can I spend a team to theoretically, like, supercharge it? Yeah, sure, just like, pump it up a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Two okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. All right. Um okay then. Uh on a 10, pick 2. Um so okay, on a hit you trade blows, which normally means like you take a condition, he takes a condition. Um uh you can uh so and but then you get to choose uh two options out of these four, which are resist or avoid their blows, which means you don't take a condition take something from them, ooh, mm-hmm. create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Luke chooses to avoid the Fisher King's blows while taking the staff from him, which seems like the best choice in the moment. Okay, cool. Uh, now this is your move to, like, dictate, but I like the idea that because you are so charged up, you can sort of, like, bullet time your way around him because, like, up close, rather than trying to do, like, rock stuff, he is literally just swinging the staff at you, and you're able to just, like, sidestep it and, like, snatch it out of his hands. And in the process, of course, uh, you can also, like, just punch him or, like, zap him if you so (laughs) want. I'm going to mark the, uh... Hopeless condition, and he is going to use the move again. Not sure I should be saying this, but I like saying this because it's maybe one of my favorite parts of this system. Um, he's going to use the uh, hopeless reaction move, um, give up without a fight. So <laughs> um, you stole his thing. You did the thing he seems to hate the most in front of you. You have been like nothing but rude to him since he showed up. Um, <laughs> and so. Um, uh, so, like, he's, I think, like, you flash him in the face, he's like, ah, my staff, this injustice will not stand, and then he, like, sort of, like, swooshes his arms around, and you, like, sort of brace for, like, stuff to happen, but what does happen is that, like, the big pillar he's on starts, like, rapidly descending back into the earth. Oh, damn. However, like, you are now, I'm going to say right now that, like, you start to fall and Juno can catch you if she so wishes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) If Juno wants, I don't know, she can let you fall. (laughs) Yeah, Juno could just let you fall. Nah. And Pate, though, is still hanging onto the side. This thing is not, like, the the ground is not coming back up under your feet, so Pate is still hanging... I think Pippa at this point would roll up and try and help Pate up <laughs> to yeah, repay well, the favor. Pate's actually on the other side, but because because like the actual source of danger is gone, I'm going to say that she's able to like hoist herself up. Oh, okay. Right now. That's what I get for help on. 
Uh, all right. Well, I mean, um, I appreciate it for what it's worth. Uh, unfortunate about getting uh, launched into the pit, but you know, <laughs> I'm and, sure you wouldn't have if you could, if you had a choice of the matter. And you are now in um, sort of the uh, a state that is not unfamiliar to a lot of Halcyon City denizens, which is you are all standing around this big fucking hole. <laughs> And um, <laughs> everything is everything is technically the immediate threat is gone, but also like yeah, your bus is fucked up. If you like looked, if you like look into the hole, you can see like oh, that definitely broke like at least one like sewer main oh, yeah. or whatever. Sure. Um, there are, are <laughs> um, there are like sirens going off um, in the background, and people are like taking pictures with their phones um some some people are like were from the bus and are still sort of like hanging out the sidewalk are like um actually let's see um so i think that the reaction from this uh like the bystanders there are definitely a couple like whoa right. um some people uh, like <laughs> Yeah, there's some people who are like, as the guy is descending, is like, yeah, get the hell out of here. Right. There's there's some like, yeah, you did it stuff, but I think people are mostly more happy to see this guy leave than they are to see you win. That's necessarily. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. I think there's at one at, there's one pa- there's like well I guess two panels where like someone is taking a picture and Pippa tries to do the pose thing they did on the train last episode and then they realize uh, that the arm that they were doing the peace sign with is currently not attached to their body and they sort of like sheepishly withdraw. Yeah. (laughs) However, you do have this big golden staff with a big ruby on the end of it that might be magical. Yeah, we we stole a thing. Uh, Juno sets... uh loop down on the ground and just kind of like pats him for a second make sure he's okay and it's like uh oh for the record uh just because it was like a you know when you think about how what all these powers manifest as um i think luke realizes that he is going down from like being burning up for a second like it it's not like a painful kind of heat but you're definitely like um like hot the feeling of realizing (laughs) wait do i have a fever yeah (laughs) because <laughs> um, that's just kind of like a, a side effect Juno, Juno is runs kind of hot so and I feel like that's a thing that transfers over to other people as well so you got a a, a pretty fancy stick now what follows is something of a back and forth between the team that I couldn't really carry over that well because of the significant role that Luke played in it but basically the group starts like wondering out loud what they should can and are allowed to do with the cool staff with the ruby in it now because what exactly is the legal precedent about like taking loot from supervillain fights and so Luke decides that uh, it's probably time to call up Scarlet Macaw, who is their caseworker. Also, the decision is made to FaceTime him, because that's something that people do now. Okay, so um, you call him up, and uh, he's like... like... We're all crowded around, like, Luke's <laughs> phone. Yeah. Do we get on FaceTime? Yes. 
Yeah, it's even better. Yeah, sure. There is, like, a moment, and then, like, it comes on, and I think he's just, like, in his office, because <laughs> the man has an office now, of all things. Um, and, like, uh, he's like, hello, what's the... And then, like, are you standing, like, in front of the hole? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, he, like, he, like, looks Pippa's up, kind and of he over sees in the background, the- and Pippa's over in the background, and is, like in the frame in such a way where it is clear he is missing one of his yeah. arms. Yeah. And he, like, looks up and is like, are you kids okay? Actually, we're doing pretty great. Luke then explains the situation, obviously putting emphasis on the fact that they defeated a bad guy, and uh, asks what they're supposed to do with the staff. This actually leads me to stop because I didn't actually have any sort of legal precedent in mind for again the whole loot thing and so there's a little bit of back and forth after we as we do a little bit like kicking ideas around and then i settle on one okay uh i think that um what i think that like the answer is going to be okay so um you're gonna have to you're gonna have to notify the you're gonna have to notify Aegis that you have confiscated oh, an it. artifact of unknown properties from a villain and then they're gonna have to come and do like a little audit on it but if it's not like if it's not dangerous then you can do whatever you want with it oh, okay oh, I'll okay. So do we I, I, wait around for the cops? Do we have to like file some kind no. of report? Oh, I, I have, I have a contact. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, I can help you with that. Um, you're probably gonna have to sign some things just for insurance, uh, purposes, just as witnesses. But uh, you're actually, um, unless there's something you're not telling me about how you conduct yourselves, uh. I think you're in the clear for this. This is, uh, you know, this is messy, but it was messy because of him. Cool. Cool. You're in, you're in the clear for this one. <laughs> Yay! Successful heroing then! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> is, High five. Hold on, I'm gonna... <laughs> and the page thing goes off. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> So it was okay, just like real, real quick. It was just like real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and email my my handler to see if we can get one of these forms faxed to me real quick. Yeah. Um, so uh, wh- while we are while we are in this moment of elation, everyone, quick, what is your when you like share a moment of victory? Oh yeah. Move? Oh yeah. Uh, Pippa's is weird, so I guess I'll just start with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you share a triumphant celebration of someone, ask them if they felt they could have done it without you. Ooh. If they say yes, give influence to them in Mark and Dedition. If they say no, they give influence to you. Okay, so who are you asking? Uh, who am I asking here? Uh, you know, we're. I'm going to keep it two for two on Pippa making weirdly uh, egotistical uh social gestures towards uh, Starcross and oh. have it be Starcross. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, no. Like, we 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 couldn't have done it without Juno, or not Juno. I've got a thousand names in my head right now. Uh, without Pippa. Because, like, Juno could lift the bus, 
but Pippo's the one who had to move it and and in like the most easily and efficient way. So no, I don't think I don't think we could have done it. Whatever I would say whatever version of Starcross saying this there is, like you just cut to Pippa's face and it has like the LED like cat face is like big closed eyes smile. <laughs> oh good. Great. Okay, so Yay. if you, since you said no, you give they give influence to you. But since I already have influence on you, that means I shift your labels. Oh, go ahead. I believe. Uh, so remind me what your labels are right now. Um, right now, danger is at plus two. Freak is at plus two. Savior is at plus one. Um, superior is at minus one, and mundane is at minus one. Um, what I'll say is because if you, I'm just uh, going to say if you wanted to shift freak in some way, or no, well, I was shift actually, danger in some way. That was the one. Well, well, I was going to actually uh, propose something completely different. Oh. Uh, which is because uh, Pippa probably in return like comments on how cool the big uh, gravity magic you did to save everyone was. <laughs> what I think it specifically is, is that it shifts mundane down and savior up. Ooh, okay. Oh, wow. Because you're getting more in touch with your weird powers, but you're using them to defend people and not to like cause gravity mayhem. Yeah, cool. that's good. Okay. So, mundane becomes minus two. Ooh. Wow. And then savior becomes plus two. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now let's uh, keep moving in like reverse discord name order. So, uh, uh, Juno, what's your move for that? Um, my move is, uh, ask them if there is any fear in their eyes when they look at you. Um, so that's actually a question that goes toward, because the person I've interacted the most in this encounter is Luke. Especially because I realized this is like a teen, like a character thing that we did at the beginning, but like Juno has accidentally hurt Luke before. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and also you, we did just close this battle of talking about how Luke realized after the, the, the fucking buff that you applied to him, like it, you're a support character in an MMO, that he <laughs> felt like he was just a little bit on fire. <laughs> Levi confirms that Luke does not look at Juno with any kind of fear, and that he thinks she's pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Juno cool. just kind of like laughs a little sheepishly, like itches at the back of her head. It's nice to hear. <laughs> um, if they say no, take, oh my god, take one forward and mark potential, which means I just got an advance. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, congrats. <laughs> okay, so do you want to, sp- uh, hmm, <laughs> we've got a bunch of like end of session stuff on the horizon. Let's, do let, everybody to, else like, do, let's let everybody else do their thing. Okay, uh, make sure you write down the plus one for it. Yeah, I'm gonna... Because that just means whatever your next move is, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, with that established, then, Luke. When the innocent shares a triumphant celebration with someone, ask whether they think your future self could have won this victory. Because they were working together so much, uh, Luke returns the favor and directs this question towards Juno. Um, no, we fought her before. She's, mm-mm. she would not have even probably thought about saving the people in the bus. So, like, 
And she probably would have. <laughs> this is not in character. It's like she probably would have sent them down there to try and crush him with the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, I don't. I don't think so. She's she's not really like the heroic. Try to help a bunch of randos off a bus before actually engage in a fight. If anything, at least in my head, she probably just would have gone right to fighting. And like, if those people fall in, then they fall in. You know. Because of Juno's response, Luke gets to clear a condition, and Juno gets to shift his labels. I am going to shift superior up and mundane down. Because superior in like a like in a good way that Juno thinks Luke is pretty cool and <laughs> like did a cool thing by being like actually in uh um like being level-headed about the whole situation where she was not you know so yeah i think that works cool all right then pate all right um when you share a triumphant celebration with someone make them your lover rival immediately to mark potential that is if they're already your lover rival take influence over them and mark potential oh shit okay um, do you want to, like, sh- do you want you to, like, name someone with? your new lover rival? I'm thinking about it. So here's the thing, like... <laughs> well, because I was going to say, you already have a love and a rival on this team, so, like, but basically that just means switching around, which means you could theoretically just do some weird switching, like, right now, or just double down and move someone's labels. So he- <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, boy. Pate has Pate noticed that that uh, uh, the the chemistry between Luke and Starcross oh. here, Photon Boy and Starcross are starting to starting to get a little chummy, and Pate's love <laughs> is Photon Boy. Oh, oh no. my god! So I think oh, no. I think Starcross is rival now. <laughs> Damn, Pippa left out in the cold. <laughs> Look. Oh no! Sad also, AMV to like the time you tried to write knob and hot dog grease on the back of his head. <laughs> well, <laughs> time you threatened him with violence. The yeah. other time you threatened him None with violence. I, well, I feel was, like I feel yeah. like that. Uh, what what we've just seen here is even even though Pate resented how how much smarter um, uh, Pippa was or is not was he's not dead. Um, <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> Pate now, Pate now under like Pate defended Pippa in battle and now understands mm. that Pippa does dumb shit too, just in a different way. <laughs> oh yeah, that's and, uh, you and know there's a fair. bit more respect there. Fair. Okay. <laughs> so I think Starcross is Pate is Pate's new rival, and it's like uh, it's oh a romantic rivalry. Oh, oh my god. god. No. We, uh, we're we're still in the first block, and we are already developing fucking love triangles. triangles. Monster Hell hearts, yes. Monster hearts, who? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blasted out of the water. So uh-huh. like, so Pete puts a hand on on Starcross back and goes, "Great job." You saved Luke instead of me, and that was fine. You did a good job. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Luke uh, was just the closer one. No, and I mean, you're pretty strong. No, it's fine. I pulled myself up eventually. It's good. Well, I'm... 
I'm glad. <laughs> I, I like the light show that you did up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't think it would work that well. I guess we have some sort of, like, really cool synergy, huh? I guess so. <laughs> oh, my God. I want you to understand. Juno is just smiling so blankly at Paige. Oh, Paid. my God. <laughs> uh, it's... Mwah. Okay, so I think that we, like... I think we cut ahead to the next, like important thing happening mm -hmm. which is you at your base and there is an Aegis agent there who is like um, who has like uh, I'm just picturing like a Star Trek tricorder yeah. that they're just using like to scan up and down the staff um, and um, for, for the for the agent themselves I think they're just kind of, I think they're just kind of in your standard sort of like like black suit and sunglasses deal, mm -hmm. you know? Sure. But like um if oh okay, um I think that this is like um because this is also like their like occult specialist too. Um they've got like um like a nose piercing and like a side cut. <laughs> yeah, cool. Hell yeah. Um, cool. And so like they just. Boop, 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 boop. I say, what's this like, person's name? Because I feel like Pippa at least would have been introduced at some point. <laughs> um. Well, I'm going to say that you haven't actually met this person yet because okay, this, this is like th this is like an occult specialist person, and you have exclusively dealt with like the weird tech people. That's fair. Um. So um, this is kind of interesting. I think their name is um. Agent. Cyan. Okay. And Hell yeah. um um and they like look at the at the reading they got and turn to you says So this has some mystical alignment with the classical element of Earth and what appears to be a certain level of Occult sovereignty, which is a pretty lofty concept. Um, I am going to make the professional assessment that it's not especially dangerous in the hands of anyone who is not already a king of the Chthonic world. Oh. I think that you are, uh, legally, you are free to retain this. However, uh, given the potential this could have in our research department, I am willing to offer a bounty. I like the sound of a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that everybody just immediately snaps their heads over to look at Pippa, too. Just, just, <laughs> mm. I mean, look, I, now, now, hey, don't give me that look. I like a good trophy just as much as anyone, but I will remind you that we, or I guess I, since I volunteered to take it over, are in very much a lot of debt. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with giving up a trophy in, in exchange for some cash. Luke proposes getting a replica of the staff made at a later date. Yeah, that'd be cool. We took a lot of pictures of it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's totally, there's like so many pictures. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's so many pictures <laughs> on, on Juno's Instagram now of everybody posing with the staff. That didn't get said, <laughs> but that's a thing that is happening. I say there's definitely a group photo with the staff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Um, I'm 
you know what? Um, I was toying about, like, I really liked this idea you came up with that I did not see coming at all. I'm going to say that this will, if not clear off your debt, it is going to clear off enough of the debt that is no longer, like, a big problem. Ooh. Yay! Oh, hell yeah. And, um... And I think that, yeah, that seems like a solid place to end this uh, episode and issue of, um, like, you just giving each other looks at them and being like, yeah, we could use some money. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, I am very small. I have no money. Surely you understand the kind of stress I am under. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, so, uh, like, you hand over, and I think we get, like, another just, like, pan out of the tower. Great. And yes, so, uh, this is now the end of the session. And so, let me just check this again. At the end of every session, choose one. You can grow closer to the team, explain who made you feel welcome, give influence to that character and clear condition or mark potential, grow into your own image of yourself, explain how you see yourself and why, shift one label up and another down, or grow away from the team, explain why you feel detached, take influence o over you away from another character. So, um, let's go in the reverse order we did last time and start with Tate. Okay, um, I'm, let's see, so, for, oh, there we are. I was just, uh, looking for them in my own PDF. Got it. <clears throat> um, let's see. I think this is a, I think this is a grow closer to the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, for, for Pate, just working together, nothing really got broken, that was her fault, no one got in trouble, that kind of stuff. Everyone seems happy about the dollars that we've gotten, so that's good. <laughs> um, and I think uh, I think just by by virtue of uh, of uh, of like being uh, being sort of on it as far as the the uh, the crisis go, or as far as the crisis went, I think uh, Luke is the one that made Pate feel welcome just by doing the fastball special and that kind of thing. Aww. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, uh, giving influence to to Photon Boy. Okay, and he already has that. So, <laughs> do you want to shift his um, labels? Yeah, I think you can. I think you can choose not to if you don't want to, but. Uh, you can. Yeah. Uh, my labels right now are plus two for danger, uh, plus zero for freak, plus zero for savior, plus one for superior, and plus zero for mundane. Levi elects to shift Pate's freak down one and her savior up one. It is astonishing, uh, just as like a note, sorry. That, like, how endearing the whole, like, m moving labels and stuff can be. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's a much more fun version of the uh, highlighted moves uh, thing yeah. Yeah. from the earlier PBJ Definitely. stuff. Um, so then uh, next on that would be uh, Luke. Uh, which option are you choosing? Luke grows closer to the team and explains that he was made to feel welcome by Juno, 
And also, then, Levi pauses and observes how man, Luke sure got <laughs> carried and thrown around by girls a lot this episode, huh? That's kind of nice. God, I wish that were See, me. God, I, I wish Pippa that were me, yeah. Pippa won't say he's jealous, but he will definitely mark it in his in his brain log. <laughs> Uh, it means um, I finally gain influence on somebody. Yay! Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, you also get to clear a condition. Or mark, or, or mark potential. Yeah. Luke clears a condition. To be perfectly honest, I don't remember which one right now. Okay then, Juno. Um, I think I am going to grow into my own image. Mm, um, makes sense. Because of obvious reasons. Um, yeah. So, so how do you see yourself? Less, slightly less dangerous. I want to shift danger down by one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually want to shift. I know we just changed this one, but it's. <laughs> I actually want to shift mundane up by one. Um, sure. Because like, yeah, hanging out with people and it was not like a complete catastrophe. Uh, <laughs> it was only a normal amount of catastrophe. Yeah, it was like a completely socially acceptable in Halcyon City amount of catastrophe. <laughs> so um, uh. she didn't blow anything up in too catastrophic of a way. So yeah, uh, danger is now at plus one, and mundane is now at minus one. Okay, and finally Pippa. Okay, um, so for this time, I think Pippa did grow closer to the team, and I spent some time debating whether it would have been uh, Starcross or uh, or Pate, who made Pippa feel more welcome. Um, but I think I am going to give this to Starcross, not as uh, necessarily a like reflection of who helped more or whatever. But I think, and I thought about this a bit, and it's like a Pippa's key stat is superior, and b they have the mindset that some permutation of them had become a supervillain at some point. And there is just something about Pippa saying, do it, and then it getting done that makes them feel <laughs> yeah. perhaps more attached to Starcross again than they were at the end of last session. Right. Uh. So that means, uh, obviously, uh, Pippa gives uh, Starcross experience, a Starcross, or influence, rather. Yay! So you have influence over Pippa again. Oh my god. And I am going to uh, mark potential. Uh, because okay. I would like to get an advance at some point. <laughs> cool. And on that note, well, actually, also, um, and I believe, uh, and I realize I've, I haven't, like, given you a load of material to, like, do this. Is there a consequence for you not having uh, done something about your shame uh, yes. in this session? So, I will repeat it for sake of, uh, you know, it's that time again. Uh, so, deep and abiding sense of something I create, had a hand in creating at the end of the session. Uh, answer the question, did I take steps to make amends for my shame? If the answer is yes, mark potential. If the answer is no, give influence to a teammate. Um, unfortunately, solving our debt problems is not my shame. <laughs> um, and who should I give influence here to? I get. I don't know if it's necessarily relevant to this specific thing, 
They did save your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. did just lose I, influence over you for it. Oh, I was just yeah. saying, let's let's how, wait. You lost influence. Oh, because I'm not your rival anymore, right? Oh, it's, right. Um, it's because I spent it to get the plus two. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, in that case, I was to say it splits the difference on my earlier indecisiveness about uh, who made me feel more belonging. So uh-huh. yeah, uh, Pate does get uh that influence. Back. Nice, cool. Okay, nice. Um, this has been, um, a long episode, but a very fun one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, thank you all for playing. This has been really great. I think this will, I think this will finally wrap up this big initial block of masks. I have had a load of fun playing it with Mm y'all and, and I hope that, um, everyone listening has had a load of fun doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) until next time, stay big gay nerdy, everyone. Excelsior! Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, M.C. Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, Spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.